The Islanders signed their top pick in this year's draft, and no players for the Islanders filed for salary arbitration. As for free agency, we're still in a holding pattern. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to get to on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, send us an email at lockedonislanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything going on this offseason from free agency and trade rumors and, and arbitration and anything else Islanders-related up until the start of training camp in September. If it happens to the Islanders, You'll hear about it right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. The big news so far uh, for today, it's still quiet on the free agent front. And I know that has Islander fans, at least Islander fans on social media, kind of unhappy. And understandably so. And, you know, part of the reason I look at the list as to, you know, who's still out there. And there just aren't many players left out there who move the needle. And when I say move the needle, the key to bringing in a free agent, it's not that you don't bring in someone with talent, okay? All the guys who are still available have ability and talent. They can add something to your lineup if they play. But do they make your team better than the guys who are already there? What do they bring to the table that enhances your team? And I look over this list, especially at forward, and it's an awful short list as far as players who could still move the needle. And here I'll explain why. The obvious guy who is still out there for the taking, is Nazem Kadri. 
And we've discussed Kadri before on the show. Problem with Kadri, among other things, this year was a career high in points for him. He's not young anymore, although he's certainly not way past his prime. And the biggest issue for me with Kadri is that he plays center. And the Islanders are set right now at center. As far as, you know, you've got Barzi, you've got Nelson, you've got Pajot, and you've got Sezikis. And you go through those four guys, that's probably the deepest forward position on this roster. So if you add Kadri, do you try to move one of those players to the wing? More likely, somebody will be traded in order to free up space. But I think the real bottom line is, you know, how much does that add to your team by strengthening a position that's already strong? And I guess the answer to that is it depends if they make a trade in order to absorb the cap hit it would take to sign Kadri and to free up space in the lineup. What do you get back for the guy who you trade? How, you know, maybe that helps make the wings stronger. But again, Kadri to me, not really that bona fide 30 plus goal scorer you need. To me, he's like the tier below that. He's a 25 goal a year kind of guy. Useful, definitely a top six forward, but not a difference maker as a pure goal scorer, which is what the Islanders really need. Now, who else is out there? Well, Phil Kessel, but, you know, does that make the team younger or faster? No. Nito Niederreiter, I don't know. You know, the Islanders drafted him. He had trouble with the organization, disagreements with the organization. Again, not that bona fide goal scorer who you're looking for. He's... Good. Paul Stastny still out there, but Paul Stastny is 36. He'll be 37 uh, late December. He's also a natural center, and, you know, he scored 21 goals and 45 points in 71 games. I don't think Paul Stastny, at this stage of his career, makes the Islanders a better team than they would be before they would sign him. So, Forwards-wise, there is not a lot out there. It is quite literally Nazem Kadri and the question marks. And no, no offense to any of these other players, but they're just not players who would be good fits for the New York Islanders' needs at this point. And that is, you know, the, to me, the big issue. Uh... You know, Sonny Milano is out there, but he's not a goal scorer. Yeah, okay, he's from Massapequa. That, that's definitely a plus. It would be a homecoming of sorts. But what does Sonny Milano, who's never scored more than 14 goals in a season in, in, in his NHL career, give you that Zach Parise or, you know, he doesn't give you the, the things that would be a difference maker 
as compared to the other players already on your roster. So, to me, forward-wise, there really isn't any other big-time players out there who would add something to this lineup. On defense, John Klingberg out there, Calvin DeHaan, Jack Johnson. Again, a lot of these guys, P.K. Subban, could they help? Yeah. Could they move the puck? Yeah. Are they older? Absolutely, and I don't think that's the answer. Now, look, P.K. Subban, for example, uh, or Jack Johnson, they are better skaters. They are better puck movers than Zdeno Chara and Andy Green were last year. So there's that. But, again, what are you doing? You're signing them to a one-year deal to be the sixth or seventh defenseman and then sitting back and trying to see what you get uh, and when Robin Sallow is ready, just a lot of, uh, of questions and not a lot of answers out there. The more we advance in this offseason, the more I am convinced that trade is the way Lou Lamorello is going to improve this team if he's going to make a move. And I still think he is, but we have to see what it is. We've got more to get to on today's episode. We have got the arbitration situation plus the Islanders sign their top pick second round in this year's draft. We'll tell you all about it, what the terms are, and what it means for the team. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor that you love comes now in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen These are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Now, coconut brownie chunk puffs are here for only a limited time. Go to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Delicious coconut, rich sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Well, starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts, and on YouTube. So, some news. The Islanders making uh, a move as they have signed defenseman Callie Odelius. He was their second-round pick, first pick overall, with the 65th selection in the draft this year. Now, the Islanders will be holding their prospect camp uh, before training camp opens up, and right now, Odelius is expected to uh, 
go to prospect camp and to the regular camp. So that is good news. He is uh, 18 years old. The deal, three years, $2.85 million according to Cap Friendly. So the salary cap hit $870,000, which makes him a low-priced alternative if he is able to make the big club. 5'11", 185 pounds. Played in the Swedish Junior League last year. Had seven goals, 30 points in 43 games. And the thing that I love about this kid, uh, and a lot of scouts felt like he had some pretty big advantages, but the reason I think he was a great pick for the Islanders, the thing that makes him worthy of a second-round pick, and to a few people, maybe even worthy of a first-round pick, his skating ability. And we've talked about how the Islanders really need to have a defenseman who can skate the puck out of the zone and start the rush. I mean, realistically, Noah Dobson was the only guy in the top six who was a really good skater. And Odelius is probably a couple of years, maybe three years away from being NHL ready. You want him to put a little more muscle on his frame and fill out a little bit more physically uh, and certainly adjust to playing in North America. But what you do now, he signed. He'll come to training camp. He'll come to prospects camp. He'll probably spend the season with the Bridgeport Islanders and start his journey to the island. And, you know, to bring him over and get him ready for that, you know, that, that, that process. To start that process at the age of 18, I think, is a definite positive for the New York Islanders. So, top pick in the draft uh, this year. Cali Odelius signed, sealed, and delivered three years, $2.85 million. Now, arbitration. Uh, the deadline was Sunday, 5 p.m., for players to uh, file. 24 players did, but none of them are Islanders. Now, the Islanders had Four restricted free agents, Alexander Romanov and Noah Dobson, not eligible for arbitration. They didn't file. Kiefer Bellows and Parker Wotherspoon did meet the uh, possibility of, you know, they qualified to go to salary arbitration but have not done so. And again, that leads to some speculation that maybe Bellows and Wotherspoon have agreed in principle, at least, to a deal with the Islanders. And and you got to remember, last summer, for example, uh, the Islanders signed a bunch of players, Sorokin, Palmieri, Sezikis, Bavillier, uh, Parise. All of them were signed over the summer, or at least agreed to a new deal over the summer in principle, and yet uh, did not make the announcement, Lou Lamorello did not make the announcement until right before training camp started, early September and mid-September. Don't be shocked if we get a similar thing with Bellows and Wotherspoon and maybe even also with Dobson and Romanov as far as them reaching agreements. So 
I, I guess the way to put it is Lou going to do Lou. You know, Lou Lamorello is going to do what he does. He always kind of acts kind of behind the scenes, low-key, a little bit of secrecy involved. And I think we're going to see more of that uh, <clears throat> right now. But again, Islander Nation, Islander fans all waiting with bated breath to see how Lou improves this team most specifically, bringing in a goal scorer, and that's what the Islanders uh, are all waiting for. And that's what he has to do to make this team better. Got to have a little patience. I know it's hard. It's not easy for me either waiting for this to happen. But, again, we'll have it all for you as it happens right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have got a... Goaltender from the mid-90s. He'll be our Islanders' birthday of the day today. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day and uh, Sunday. Sunday was the 53rd birthday for former Islanders goalie Tommy Soderstrom. Soderstrom, a native of Stockholm, Sweden, originally drafted by the Flyers in the 11th round of the 1990 NHL entry draft, joined the Flyers for 92-93, spent two years in Philadelphia before becoming an Islander in 1994-95, was the Islanders' starting goalie for 94-95 and 95-96, Played one game for the Isles in 96-97 before returning to Sweden and closing out his pro career in the Swedish Elite League. Hung up his skates at the end of the 99-2000 season. Uh, Soderstrom, kind of a, a, a quick goalie. He was 5'10", 162 pounds. Small, very small by modern goalie standards, but back then... Uh, He could certainly, you know, that was a a little less uncommon. And Soderstrom had those quick reflexes and was able to do a lot. Played on some pretty mediocre Islanders teams in those mid-90s years. Wore the Fisherman jerseys, and we all know the Islanders didn't win a lot of games wearing those. But we're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. This one in Philadelphia at the Spectrum. Uh, December 10th, 1995, Islanders in the Fisherman jerseys taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Obviously, Tommy Soderstrom is your Islanders goalie. Who is going to get the start in this one? Well, the starting goalie for the Flyers, Ron Hextall, he started, didn't finish the game. Garth Snow uh, finished up. And both of the Flyers goalies in this game obviously had Islanders ties. Islanders getting on the board first. Andre Vasiliev, his first unassisted, just two minutes and 43 seconds into the game. Isles quickly up 1-0. And then 26 seconds later, Alexander Simak makes it 2-0 Islanders. His 10th from Vasiliev and Todd Bertuzzi at 309. That was all the the goal scoring in the first period. Isles up to nothing. Vasiliev gets his second goal of the game and of the season. Alexander Simak, the only assist, just a minute 47 seconds into the second period. And then 
Two and a half minutes later, Derek King makes it 4 nothing Islanders, his fifth. Pat Flatley and Marty McGinnis with the helpers there. The Islanders make it 5-0. At the 9.40 mark, defenseman Brian McCabe, his second. Alexander Simak and Todd Bertuzzi with the assists. Islanders in command before the Islanders get into a little penalty trouble. And uh, with Rich Pilon off for roughing, Joel Otto, his fifth from Peter Svoboda and Mikhail Renberg at 14.34. Islanders up 5-1 after 40 minutes. C-Mac, his uh, second of the game, 11th of the season, from Marty McGinnis and Brian McCabe. That made it 5-1 uh, Islanders. And then Mikhail Renberg getting his 18th from Peter Svoboda and John LeClaire on the power play with Rich Pilon and Mick Vakoda off. Pilon for high sticking, Vakoda off for a, a misconduct, so it didn't affect the manpower situation. But it was enough to get the Flyers a power play and their last goal. Islanders, though, cruise to a 6-2 win. Tommy Soderstrom, our Islanders' birthday of the day, 32 saves in this one to earn the win for the Islanders. Uh... And that was certainly uh, a good performance by Soderstrom against the team he started his NHL career with. Alexander Simak, two goals, four points, two goals and three points for Andre Vasilyev. But again, for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Tommy Soderstrom, in a game that the Islanders, you know, allowed 34 shots, he makes 32 saves, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So we're still in this holding pattern, and I strongly suspect something will get done. Uh, I feel like it's it's that old army adage, you know, you hurry up and wait, and Islander fans are losing patience. I see it on social media. I see it in the emails that I'm getting and the comments I'm getting on YouTube. There has to be something more to this, and I think... You know, Lou Lamorello promised us he was looking to make hockey trades. I still think something gets done. But the longer time goes by, the more skeptical and the more frustrated Islander fans get. I'm preaching patience, but I'm starting to lose it a little bit myself, to be honest with you. And we have to see what Lou Lamorello does. Look, the guy's in the Hall of Fame for a reason, and now it becomes a question of him going out and making this team better. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute podcast. That does it for today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!